Welcome to BIV Today. I'm reporter Tyler Orton. And look, I don't think it's a secret, 2020 in real estate here in Metro Vancouver. It ended with a big splash. Home sales throughout the region surged to an all-time new record for December, even amid all this economic uncertainty brought on by the pandemic. And look, here to make sense of it all and offer some insights into 2021 as well is Dane Itell. He's founder and lead analyst at Itell Insights. Dane, thanks for joining us on the show once again. Tyler, it's a pleasure to be back with you. So what was going on here? Like, how did we get to this point in 2020? Or, or before we get to that, how do you think 2020 performed overall compared to previous years? It, I mean, it was a historical anomaly trending back here over the recent times. Um, so th there really was uh, the spring market got pushed into summer, summer got pushed into fall and on. And then you saw two divergent tracks for the condo market and the detached market. There was that influx for people to, or the desire to live in the detached property not to mention the exodus from downtown because there was that work from home movement. So it, it, it did make sense, but it also caused a boon to the detached market. And of course the condo market resulted, uh, see, uh, realized a, a significant fall off from the current or their historically average prices. So truthfully, the detached market is only off 3% from its historical high as of the December data price, which finished the month at 1,770,000. Historical highs was in April of 2018 at 1,830,000. Now, almost inverse for the condo market, we're actually only 3% off of its historical low during this current market cycle. So completely divergent tracks, and that can really be explained by the inventory levels. The detached inventory, not once in 2020, was it able to surpass 5,000 active listings in any given month. That's never happened in the last 16 years of data. And it isn't an anomaly that we don't believe will continue into 2021 if these vaccines and if this um, the new normal start continues to trend out. Uh, do you anticipate then there, there could be a return to people going downtown, looking at the condo market once again? We actually see the condo market as, as an excellent opportunity right now. The downtown core is off greater than 30% in most of the areas. So that makes for an incredible buying opportunity. They're basically back to 2016 level prices. Where you do where you are experiencing increased values is the tertiary market those entry-level detached properties such as the maple ridge port coquitlam those really saw these prices escalate which we don't believe will hold on for too much longer into 2021 and beyond just simply because this market was born out of uh, again that lack of inventory but also the low interest rates and um these other stress or not stress test effects but stimulus that came in from the government so you didn't really actually feel this economic rollout of COVID's negativity right away. The stimulus came in pretty much at the snap of a fit at the snap of a finger. And now that we're starting to see the trickle effects, it's really not going to continue, be able to continue into 2021. Also, what we see was that pulled forward demand because of that work from home movement, there was that impetus to buy right away. The people that were potentially going to purchase in 2021 or 2022 all of a sudden found themselves in bidding wars in 2020. Once they purchased one time, it's a one and done scenario. It was all owner occupied. There was really no investment going on in uh, the detached market. And the investors that had historically been in the condo market are looking to stem losses. And uh, that's why we're seeing that rise of inventory, which, of course, negatively affects prices. Maybe it's just anecdotal, maybe observations on your part, but um, how has, I guess, foreign interest in this market been compared with years past? Because borders are closed. If you're making an investment, I don't know if you want to do so without being able to kind of step in and take a look at the property, but I'll, I'll let you as the expert kind of uh, offer your insights. Yeah. 
foreign investment and truthfully even local investment is down to next to nil. Um, they're looking to exit this market. And one interesting factor that has been uh, historically relevant was our, our, our um, universities. We had a lot of college students come to Vancouver to attend our prestigious schools. Now they attend them online. So there is no real impetus to actually live in Vancouver, live in the downtown core or for the foreign investment to own properties for their children or friends and relatives to live in when they do visit Vancouver. As you stated, nobody has been visiting. And, and there really is other markets uh, across the world and in particular in the States maybe where their, their investment has been more heavily driven while Vancouver has really seen a lack of that here over the last uh, few years. One more reason why this detached market is probably not gonna be able to sustain itself if the inventory returns back to historical norms is simply because our original boost up in prices during 2017 was born out of foreign demand uh, or foreign purchasing, local investment purchasing, coupled with the low interest rates. Now we do have low interest rate environment currently similar to 2015, 2016 and portions of 2017, but all that led towards the initial bubble. And, um, and, and subsequently prices fell off closer to 20% during 2019. And one could actually maybe make the argument that 2018 and 2019, while prices were decreasing, had a better economic outlook than what is currently transpiring in Vancouver. So it, it really does seem like this could be another bubble if inventory returns back to normal levels. Then you'll see a similar effect like what we're experiencing in the condo market where the supply demand factors dictate prices. Right now with no supply and even moderate demand, which it isn't historical compared to its uh, 15 years previous for the detached side, it was just really born out of the complete historically lo uh, low levels of inventory, which boosted prices in 2020. I, I want to go backwards a little bit because you had mentioned kind of this new transfer or this transition to working from home. It, it's something you, you can tell that's what I'm doing right now. Do you think that there's going? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, well, it, it's the new normal. Exactly. And right. I, I'm wondering, though, um, for people that might be looking at certain condos, if they do want to return downtown, or just looking at the opportunities out in the suburbs, um, wh what is that office space within the home? How is that going to play a part in like certain demand for certain types of properties, even if it's just like larger square footage, if you want to be downtown? Sure. So you know what's interesting? We, we do see this as a trend, but not a, a longer term trend that will continue to play out. Myself as a realtor for the past number of years, you, you, you do you do notice eventually that you don't work as much from home. You don't you're not as productive and maybe you miss that social circumstance that you did have at the office before. So this this trend will be short lived, relatively speaking. Um, it's not going to be a prolonged thing. And, and, and eventually the downtown core, the areas that historically have led will return to be these market leaders again. Just for a quick example, Maple Ridge, the detached areas are creating all time new highs, you know, thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, seemingly month after month. Well, Vancouver West and West Vancouver are off more than 20% from their historic highs or their recent history highs. So it's a complete inverse to what we've experienced before. To say that this will continue to play out for the longer term uh, trend or, or trajectory, I, I would take the other side of that coin. I would say that this is a market that was born out of that um, pulled forward demand, that need to or that desire to work from home and, and, and actually the force to work from home because offices were closing. But as we say that, the economy can't really propel itself forward if businesses are shutting down and, and, and the actual debt per person is rising. It's up to $1.71 a personal debt for every dollar expenditure. Makes sense when interest rates are lower, but we have actually noticed over the last six months, just in the equities market, the interest rate have effectively over doubled uh, just in the past six months. So you might start seeing some nominal changes to the five-year rate. We're not expecting them to explode higher, but they won't stay at these historic low levels for uh, seemingly much longer. I, I can't 
help but think about the fact that if you look at the latest jobs numbers, which came out uh, Friday, January 8th, uh, they reveal that we're still down in British Columbia about 33,600 jobs compared to where we were in February. And I think about that economic uncertainty, but if you dig into the numbers, uh, the jobs lost, they're people in accommodation, food services, tourism, hospitality. They're not necessarily the high earners that would have been making these big investments or just looking to be kind of the uh, owners uh, uh, and uh, the, the people dwelling in the homes as well. Is that kind of Part of the reason you can explain why there's been all this activity is like those with the means to do it, they're still able to afford these homes. Absolutely, you hit it on the head there. And what what we do find interesting about that, like like you say, the, the, those that could afford have been going out and purchasing. Um, as I said earlier, they're one and done folks though. So you really do have that demand segment that is seemingly shrinking. And the, the factor that kept prices tranching higher was that they're, they're still in competition for the rarely available new properties. But what we have noticed uh, anecdotally throughout the market is what properties used to get 15 or 20 interested parties, they're starting to shrink down to six and five, just simply because those have purchased and, and now are living in their properties. So once you once we believe the inventory will show up to closer to historical norms in spring and summer of 2021, you will actually see that supply demand figure start to shri- shift back and sellers will be in competition with one another and the buyers will be off the hook, so to speak, in, in accordance to at least paying multiple offers for a similar type property. Well, maybe I'll leave you with this question and, and I hope you could be 100% honest with me, but if somebody had given you the 2020 real estate numbers way back in March, somehow some time machine or crystal ball, would you have been stunned by these numbers right at the outset of the pandemic? Or does it not surprise you what ended up coming about throughout the course of the year? No, it absolutely surprised. Um, and I would say for most analysts, except for maybe a perennial bull, that no matter what, it's going to be a great day, right? And that's fine and fair. But what, um, you know, the, the actual market analyst said in April, because we, we actually realized the historic low of 393 sales taking place in the detached market during April of 2020. To think that you would actually see this number rise back up throughout October and November and December wasn't really likely because you only have history to go on. But it did make sense as this market continued to evolve throughout summer and fall that we did see this market pushed out and it was really again born out of that low inventory but um to to say that anybody really saw this coming i i I don't think that would be a a truthism uh it it did take everybody by a by a bit of a shock um and now that that shock's worn in what's interesting is we're still seeing these low levels of inventory the december totals was only 2700 active properties across greater vancouver Again, a historic low number. Decembers are always seasonally low, but this one is an abnormally low. Now, is that another effect of this lockdown slash shutdown, which we could see a, a, an inverse reaction during the spring and summer, or are these shutdowns gonna continue out through 2021? And it makes sense, especially for the detached properties, owner-occupied, you didn't really want strangers coming through your, your property during a health pandemic. So if we start to see some of those um, restrictions ease, and, and likewise, Homeowners like to sell when prices are high. Again, we're only off 3% of historically high numbers. We should see that inventory tick up. And those uh, people that were maybe expecting to or, or wanting to downsize in the last year will actually realize that goal here in 2021 with less um, less odd circumstances surrounding it. Well, Dane, as always, I appreciate your candor. I appreciate your insights. And I want to thank you for joining us on the show today. No problem, Tyler. My pleasure and look forward to doing it again in the future. Let's do it. That's Dane Itell. He's founder and lead analyst at Itell Insights. And that is it for our show today. 
We'll be back next time with a special two-part interview, though. Until then, thank you for listening. I'm Tyler Orton.